joined by Joe DeLeon. Joe, last night, I was sitting, thinking, contemplating about how I would address the elephant in the room. It is... You're not talking about your fat ass. No, we we are talking about the biggest elephant in sports. I got to get him in when I can. Go ahead. It's fine. That does not even register to me. That's like seeing somebody pulled over on the road because they got a flat tire and you're having traffic and you're like, ugh, this asshole. But then you get some perspective and you're like, you know, their day's a little worse than mine. So that little jab, Joe, won't even phase me. Because you did a big thing this offseason. You did a big thing. You denounced your fandom of the New York Knicks. And you took up the Los Angeles Clippers. You stood on that hill. You claimed you're super fan. And I never said I was a super fan. I said I was it? a fan. No, you were you were talking as if you were a lifelong fan of the Clippers. No, 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 no. That's, no, that's, those that, words that's the attitude that you portrayed to all of us. Never came out of my mouth. The statements were I'm switching to a new team team that I am excited about and a team that I like that I've always been a, a secondary fan of, mm. not overly invested in, but I am now a Clippers fan was, it was the statement and is, will always be the statement regarding my favorite NBA team. Well, regarding your favorite NBA team and back to my original point, I wanted to figure out how would I would, how, how I would address this. I thought about just coming on the show and laughing for two straight minutes and just laughing in your face because that's what I really want to do. I want to laugh at you. I want to make you feel bad for choosing a team and then having said team as the number two seed in the West get booted in the second round of the NBA playoffs, especially to a team that I liked in the Nuggets. I said, Sean, You're going to have plenty of laughs. And I laughed all night thinking about it. And then I realized this is just divine intervention. This is karma for somebody who thinks it's okay to switch their lifelong fandom. Mm. Do you think it bit you in the ass? No, no, Sean. And I I think that I got a couple thoughts here. And the first one being, and I, I said this on Twitter, I think I'm cursed. I think that any team that I'm going to support will never do well. The last time that I witnessed competitive teams for any of the teams that I support was at least a decade ago when the Giants won the Super Bowl and the New Jersey Devils were in the Stanley Cup. Since then, it has been downhill from there and arguably the most insufferable time to deal with all of this because it's when I'm the most aware of sports because I cover 
I cover sports and I react to sports. I and I consider myself to be a member of sports media. So I have not witnessed good uh, quality of play from any of my teams. They have none of them have gotten to a championship or come within good striking distance. So I finally take a shot and I say I'm I'm sick of the one team that I that I root for, the Knicks, always being not only bad but poorly run by an idiot, a guy that is never going to sell the team in James Dolan, the biggest dumbass owner in any sport. Ooh, I'm boy. tired of his crap, Ooh. and he is enough for me to choose a choose a new owner. Hate to Wait, say, what do you? Your number, your guy's number two, and until Snyder gets uh, gets finished with the Washington football team, you're, he will yeah, you're always right. stay number two. Well, Snyder's a bad owner for for much worse reasons, yes. but Dolan is just uh, does not know how to properly operate and run, That's nor does he care enough to actually do anything with the team is the reason why that they do bad. So I'm sick of watching a team that, that no one cares about in the management. Watch them, watch them lose. I finally pick a team. And this is a year that the Clippers are expected to be favorites to win the NBA finals. And they lost in the semifinals in the Western conference to the Denver nuggets. I am cursed. You you can say that this is this is karma. I have been you actually you can't say this is karma. Yes, I Sean, can. I have been dealing with karma for ten years. That's how karma I have works. watched all of my teams suck for ten years. So you can't tell me that 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 this is just a one off chance. I have had a streak of terrible luck for all of the teams that I support. And frankly, folks, if you're listening to this, you better hope I don't switch to one of your teams. Otherwise, you are screwed. Who the hell do you think you are? I'm a DC sports fan through and through, and an Atlanta Falcons fan. You what? You wait, 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 wait. You witnessed no, 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 no. You mine. I finally. But you at least witnessed two two championships: the Stanley Cup championship, a World Series championship, and an Atlanta Falcons team that made it to the Super Bowl. Yes, yes, I have not seen any of those things from any of my teams in my whole time supporting most of them. Joe, I'm saying it comes around. It comes and it goes. You're thinking that karma is just this one thing that happens in a narrow time. It is aging and it is ageless. So you're getting years now, which makes me happy. And then, I don't know, 20 years. I've been getting it for 10 years. No, I don't think that's I'm getting it now. I've been getting it for 10 years. years. You simmer down. You still got it. You still got it recently. You watched two Giants Super Bowls over the New York uh, New England Patriots. When I was in middle school, I barely remember those games. Oh, that's a freaking shame. I have terrible memories, so. That's a shame that you barely remember those. I, I'm not the brightest kid. I know you're not. But you got to understand, you're going to be in this for the long haul, right? Unless you just keep on switching and jumping teams. No, I'm not, I'm not going to keep switching. I'm going to stick with... I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the team. I'm not gonna do that. I'm not gonna just randomly once the if the Knicks start doing better, decide to go back to the Knicks. No, I'm committed to rooting for the LA Clippers. And I, I would argue part of me wants an LA team to root for because I'm hoping to to within the next couple years have a job out there. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that having a team that I'd like to root for that is gonna hopefully be local to me. Now maybe I'll never end up working out there because luck tends to not be on my side lately. Um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sway away from him. Why else are you unlucky? How the hell? How the hell else are you? Are you? Do you not have luck? I've been unemployed for six months. What are you talking about? Hey Joe, however, new, here's a newsflash: If I didn't uh, decide to graduate one semester early, 
and get or, or do an internship to get those credits, I'd be unemployed just like you. You're yeah, not, but you have a job. You have a job. I do, but I wouldn't if the coronavirus hit. Yeah, but uh, two but, you, but that didn't but that didn't happen. I would if we're just talking about fate and luck. You timing was perfect for you. You you were smart enough. You without even knowing what was going to happen, you indirectly were smart enough to know to leave early. It was my time. And you were and you have a job right now. You have a job right now. So I would consider most people that are currently graduated in the spring have terrible luck. Uh, just in general, but I, I mean, me not, I would consider going unemployed for six months is, is pretty crap luck for all of the people that I have uh, desperately reached out to, to to help me out, and none of them have really come through for me yet. I, that's pretty bad luck, considering how high up, and you know how high up some of the people I know are, have told me they'd help me, and nothing's really come through. Oh, you heard that one, people? He's oh, screw got, he you. He knows some people that can get things done. You want to talk? You want to talk some NFL? Yes, finally. We are a sports show, so I would yeah, like. This is obviously a sports show. <laughs> Should be the freaking tagline. I've decided to make it the tagline. I'm going to say it every every episode when we finally get into some some. I guess well, we started off with sports, but I'd like to get to the NFL here. Week one, it was fantastic. Every game I watched, I was thoroughly entertained by every single game, and maybe it's because I was been so deprived of it. And it, it also kind of just snuck up. And then the last two weeks, I've really been antsy. But before that, I'm like, oh, is it going to happen? Is it going to happen? But now it's like it's it just felt good to just watch these games. I was invested in them. I was just so entertained. I know that you probably feel uh, or share the same sentiments. Uh, we do have a couple impressions, though. We'll start with the Thursday night game, uh, the Kansas City and the Houston game. Oh my god! Wait, I, I gotta. I, I hate him. I have. I have to. He. He I'm gonna, really. I'm gonna hit him. Okay, so I, I'm gonna take this away. <laughs> Jake Fire has been a wall for three weeks now, and we have given him a ton of leeway. But I'm sick of it. This is ridiculous. He he keeps telling us things pop up last second, and I understand we're trying to schedule things differently than we when we normally do. We can't record a show on Thursday and put it out on Friday when there's Thursday night games, and this is primarily a football show. We have to get this thing done before Wednesday or on Wednesday, Tuesday, any of those days to get it out on the right time. And Fire has not gotten back to us. And on top of it, we asked him to put his game picks in, did not put the game's picks in. So what he goes ahead and does is just pick the games off of the top of his head and send them in our group chat. Not even in the document. I Don't even read them. Don't even read them. I don't want to hear his picks. He picked all of them. I don't want to hear him. Don't don't. He doesn't belong on the. He, he does His picks don't belong on the show this week. They they don't deserve to be on the show. That is so half-assed. It's not even funny. We asked him a couple hours ago to do it. He didn't even get all the games in. He had fifteen. It's so half-assed. Four, that's, six, that's that's total bullshit. Eight, 10, 12, 14, 15. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I mean. I get, I get it. It's it's it, it's a tough time right now because he's still in school. But like, I just tell said, us you you're not going to do it this year. Just tell us you're not going to do it this season. Just tell us. Stop dragging us along. <laughs> because it's a, that's what it is. Every week's week. Fire, are you available? Maybe this day. Jk. Next day, I'm busy. Uh, I I just. I don't know what to do with that. I'm really, I'm, I, I really don't know because it's such a struggle. Be, I, I, if it was anybody but fire, we wouldn't even, we wouldn't keep texting them. We wouldn't. 
but he just helps when he's on the show. He just elevates the show so much. He's charismatic. He's passionate. He he's unbiased at who he duels with or who he sides with during an argument. And I think that think that brings great value to debate that you have somebody that he, he's either going to join your side or my side. And then it's going to be a two on one and it's going to be a lot of fun. But you What's gotta the, be here. Yeah. <laughs> you Let's gotta just, be here. We can do this. We could do this show for two straight hours between us. Well, maybe uh, two. <laughs> maybe one of us could. We could do these shows every single week. We could do I don't know three, four shows a week, right? You think between us? Yeah, easily. We want to put out a really good product. We think this is a really good product, but we know how good it can be. If Fire would fully commit and send it in, it feels like he thinks that it's homework or that he feels like it's an obligation, whereas it should be something that's fun and it should be something that you care about, you know? Mm. And I know he he does care about the show and he's also a, a dumb college kid or, you know, like how many there aren't a lot of people our age that are like us, right? No, there's not. Look, I don't want to. I don't want to waste too much time That's on fine. it. Um, That's fine. Just because uh, it's it's a de- it's a derailment. It's I I, I don't want to get myself too worked up. Yeah. But one one last thing before, so I finally so I can calm myself after this point. When we talk about first impressions <laughs> from week <laughs> one, the one thing that I think both of us noticed is the moment of unity by NFL players on the chiefs and the Texans where they lined up in the middle of the field. That was a, a different protest from what would upset people previously, which was kneeling during the national anthem. And so what these players decided to do to make a statement was line up in the middle of the field. And I thought that that was an incredible gesture. It was something that we all were paying attention to. We acknowledged in the first NFL game of the season. I just don't understand how the garbage piece of crap, Kansas city chiefs fans at the game felt the need to boo that because that wasn't during the national anthem and it was its own separate thing. You're basically saying to the people, to the, to these players that you don't give a crap about what they think and what they stand for. You just want to see them run around and chase the football. That's it. And that's so disappointed me. And I don't think any of those fans who booed, even though it's impossible to hold this down, I don't think any of those fans should be allowed in the stadium again. It's not like they were going out there and, and, you know, saying F all cops. They were literally just saying, hey, we are united together yeah. and we value each other. And we're just booing that. Why is yeah. Why are we so – why is – where's this sickness coming from? <laughs> what is that? It's just a nice I, gesture. I it's a nice table. It's just a nice gesture, man. I don't know. It, it was um, – that, that was pretty gross. To see that you just can't like get on board with peace. Yeah. Somebody trying yeah. to do something nice. Yeah. I don't know how you can justify booing. Maybe they were hammered. A bunch of them were hammered and it just built up. But I don't know how you can possibly justify booing during that. There's nothing in that situation. There's nothing you can disagree with them doing there. It's not like you're not. It's not like you're booing people because they're kneeling during the national anthem. And it go against goes against your your ultra patriotism. No, you're booing a group of people that are. Just trying to 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 make their cause known. It's oh like it's God. almost like it's almost like if they if they lined up and, and tried to raise awareness for cancer, say that everything was that what's going on right now was not happening. It's like booing that. It's like booing 
the lives of, of, of people that are fighting for their lives. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, we're standing up for orphans that are, that are sick. Boo! Boo! Yeah. Keep the politics out. We don't want to hear it. What? I don't care about those orphans. <laughs> what? They're not the problem. All children matter. <laughs> oh, my God. That's basically what it is. <laughs> well, that's just a, that's a disease. That's just a mental disease with those people. Sean, the, uh, the other <laughs> takeaway I had, and this is transitioning to a positive note, a big fan of the Arizona Cardinals. I picked that that upset because I have a lot of faith in the oh. Cardinals this season. That is a Super Bowl contending team that they beat, and this is going to be a very good team this season. Now, they might not make the playoffs, but they're going to at least be 8-8 eight and eight this year. They're going to do very, very well. They're going to upset some teams in their division. This is an underrated squad. A developing defense, an offense that has a ton of weapons. They are built to upset teams throughout the season. I don't want to commit to saying that they're a playoff team, but this is just the start of what could be a a very hot season and then transitioning into even next year being one of the best in their division. First of all, let's calm down a little. I know you are in love with Isaiah Simmons. I know you're in love with Kyle Murray because they're good in Madden. And you play with them in Madden and you use them. I know that's yeah. where your fandom comes from. And I, I fandom for DeAndre Swift because of Madden uh, and how good he, I, I was able to to get him. But it, it, come on, let's let's just take it all down right, one notch. Right. Uh, but I, I do I do think that Hopkins really proved how good he was in the first game that he plays. He goes off for, what, 151 yards, two touchdowns, yeah. 14 he, he catches. Kept me, he kept me on our fantasy game, and if it wasn't for Michael Thomas – getting hurt and injuring his ankle, I would have I would have beaten you thanks to that that huge effort from DeAndre Hopkins. If also Carson Wentz wasn't getting a, a completely eviscerated by yeah. the Washington football team defensive line, I think I could have also used that. Yeah, hey, and man. if Nick Folk didn't score two points, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, remember when you said that last, last show that you were going to... Yeah. Uh, I almost came back. I, I Nick Fant, yeah, or Noah Fant... Noah Fant almost led me to a comeback and then for some reason just didn't get any touches in the second half. Yeah, and he didn't do that. So are you going to admit that, again, I beat no. you at something? No. I mean, you don't have to admit it because it happened. It came close. It came close. It doesn't matter. It's not, doesn't it's matter. not like a, you, 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 you rode a couple. You, you rode thought two you were going to beat me by handouts. 50. Yeah, you got lucky with two things that probably wouldn't have happened. One, Nick Folk only scoring two points mm. and then... Um, the other was Michael Thomas getting hurt, who would have scored 25 points. It's just another example of me besting you. And I love that. I'm really happy that I bested you again. Mm-hmm. Also, oh, you, you don't want to talk about anything else and the impressions? No, I, I was just saying hit the last one. That was why I, I highlighted more. the, okay, then get more. to them. Get to them. Well, the Chiefs. I do believe lived up to who they thought they were. And I would like to talk about them for a second and how scary it is that they haven't, didn't look like they lost one step. And I know Mahomes is your favorite player. And I know you're almost, that is going to turn me into a Lamar Jackson fanboy number one, just to combat that from you. But mm-hmm. it was just brutal. And now he's got an insanely good, I mean, 
why did people think that Andy Reid wasn't going to know how to use Clyde Edwards Hilaire? Why did he, why right. did we think that he wasn't going to turn him into Brian Westbrook 2.0, which is exactly what he is? Yeah, and and that offense has somehow not only not missed a step, but looked more explosive against a good Texans team. That team is going to be dangerous. That team is going to be the favorite to make the make it to the Super Bowl out of the AFC yet again for very good reasoning. They were so good. I would like to also say, you know what? I know we disagree on this. I thought Big Ben looked good after not playing for mm-hmm. a year. I thought he looked good. Yeah, for not playing for a year, but at the beginning of the game, he was he was getting hit a lot. They were pressuring him a ton, and I, I get it. He was getting the ball out quick, but he was doing a lot of dump offs, a lot of simple stuff. I, I don't think he throws. did anything that they were they were decent throws. What I don't about think the sideline throw? The one to Chase Claypool. That was a good one, and also the one to eighteen Washington. Yeah, he he had no. That's Deontay Johnson. Johnson, uh, he ha- he ha- he has that in that him, but I don't think this is the same Ben Roethlisberger from two or three years ago. This is a, a, a very diminished Ben Roethlisberger. I think he's going to have similar stat lines every game around that 200, 250 passing yard mark, a couple touchdowns. I don't think he's going to wow anyone. They're going to win because of that defense. Okay, I will ask you right now. Who do you think is playing better at the quarterback position? Ben Roethlisberger or Tom Brady? I mean, they, 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 both, they both look pretty bad. In week Roethlisberger one. looked good. I can't. I can't commit to saying that Roethlisberger looks very good. He got the job done against a makeshift defense. He beat you but down and made great throws. Let's, That's how it is. Ha, let's have a conversation when we see how he does against the Baltimore Ravens. That's a much different defense. I'd love to have that conversation, and I'm okay. eager about that. And okay. now, as our as our special teams expert. Are kickers getting worse? I'd like to know this. I don't think so, but Steven Gostowski does not deserve a job in the NFL. He is not the same kicker. Kickers recovering from hip surgery is the last player you want to sign. There's plenty of good rookies that are unsigned right now. Go sign one of those dudes. What about, didn't the Browns already cut Parkey? Uh, no, that was Austin Siebert. Oh. He had a really good rookie year. That was the stupidest move. I don't know how you can just give up on your good rookie kicker after he has a rough game, but I think Tennessee uh, still still has Gostowski on the roster. Like, I don't know how you can go one over the other. I, Siebert's a very good kicker. He should sign with the Titans. The Browns are, are being desperate to point the finger despite their whole team playing like crap and Baker Mayfield clearly being the problem. I think I'm having some pretty weird deja vu because I think this time last or two years ago when we were first starting the show we had Ryan Weeks on uh the former uh, college kicker and he was just talking to, we we just were having this same exact conversation two years ago yeah. and we're still having it it just did not feel like when a kicker was going out for a field goal this week they were gonna make it Zerline missed one uh for Dallas and that it didn't lose them the game, but if he made it, they would have been tied it by the end of the game. It, it yeah. just, I don't know. Why are we losing confidence in kickers? Or why do we feel like they're not going to make the kick? Well, they had a bad week, and it's just easy to assume the position is struggling when they have one bad week. And when they do, it's the one position, special teams and specialists are the one position on the field that if enough guys do badly or if just one guy does badly, you call for, the, for their heads. But if they do well, you're not going to hear a thing anything we could have five game-winning field goals in a week 
and there's not going to be a single headline how kickers were lights out. No one's going to be talking about it. It's just how it is. You'll talk about how this guy had a game-winning kick, but you're not going to talk about the trends of, for some reason, a bunch of guys hit game-winning field goals. Right. No, that's a, that's a good that's a good it's point. Time and place, context. Oh. <laughs> Noun, verb, adjective. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> you want to get on to uh, centers and boozers? Yeah, I can uh, d- d- share with our listeners how well I did last week. Uh, first of all, Last week's results in the game-winning pick'em, uh, I won. I was ten for sixteen. Joe and Fire both mean nine for sixteen. You you beat me by one pick. The the vast difference in money earned. I'm getting there. Would gives you- me an edge. Go ahead, but I don't care if you got one more pick right over me. You're gonna care. All right. So simmer down. I don't though. Freaking DeAndre Swift dropping it in the end zone. Give, give, give me the give, give me the numbers. Give me the numbers. Let me so hear the numbers. on the, uh, I'll get you the numbers. <laughs> let me get them. Give me. Let me hear them. I swear you are so <laughs> annoying. <laughs> it, I could lose thousands of dollars by the end of the season. I will ride this one week high all the way to week sixteen. Okay, from week one, all of our bets that we placed last week. If you followed every single one of my bets, you would have made twelve dollars and sixty cents. Uh, if you followed all of Joe's bets, you would have won one hundred dollars. Eat shit. Uh, why? why? Hey, don't forget the forty cents. Don't forget the hundred dollars okay, and forty cents. and forty cents. And if you followed Fire's picks, you would have made, or you have, yeah, you would have lost ninety-two dollars. <laughs> That's kind of satisfying to me. So basically, Joe picked uh, the. Chicago win and he picked the Arizona win and that's what gave him the big boost. That's how you make your money. You realize that a lot of people are, are betting on picks that aren't so obvious. And I got those right. I'm glad that you turned $1,600 worth of bets into a plus $100 net. I'm, I'm happy for you. Says the guy who only made 12. Says I didn't the guy say I had who, a great who, week. I'm not Says the guy who is barely positive. Let's, let's get to these picks. I'm not bragging. Okay. Yet again. Sinners and boozers going through every single game, picking the winner of the game and then our bet for the game. This is going to be a Sean and Joe only round. Maybe we'll total up fires, just game picks after, but his are not going to get mentioned today. First game, no. Thursday Night Football, Bengals at Browns. Uh, wait, wait I, can I just can I just throw in, I think that fire should take a $100 hit for every show he does not give us picks for. Okay, but now he's going to say, I gave you the picks. You know, he's going to say that. No, 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 no. He half-assed them, didn't even check the odds or anything or uh-huh. any of the other stuff. All he sent was team names. He loses $100 this week, and every single week he doesn't give us full picks. He loses another $100. Okay. Works That's for me. a fair penalty. Uh, what, about, what about not on the show penalty? Is that going to be a, uh, a penalty also? No, because there's always stuff that's going to come down that happen for all three of us, and we'd like to get the show out. So if someone can't make it on the show, if you put your picks in, I think you are uh, absolved. I think that you are in the clear as long as you take the time to put the picks in. If you send in the group chat with just team names, you lose $100. That's fine with me. Okay. Okay. Thursday Night Football, Bengals at Browns. I am taking a Browns win, and I think the Bengals – are going to cover the spread of minus six. 
I'm going differently here. Browns win, and I think that they're going to cover. This Bengals team is not very good despite playing the Chargers close. I will say Browns are the favorite at a minus six spread. They're expected to win that game. Next game, Rams at Eagles. Eagles are favored by one point. I am selecting a Los Angeles Rams win, so money line. Yeah, this is basically a pick em. Give me the Rams. You can go either way. This is a terrible bet. This is a terrible game to bet on because it could really go either way, but I'm going to go with the Rams. Yep. Next game, Giants at Bears. Bears are favored by six and a half. Joseph, your selection. This is one of my upsets of the week. Give me the Giants win. I oh, – really? You think they're going to – okay. Yeah. I'll take Bears are going to win. Giants will cover. The uh, next game, Falcons at Cowboys. I am going against my gut here, and my gut is basically my heart. I'm not picking Atlanta. Dallas win, and I'm picking the over of 52. Uh, I'm going with Dallas winning and then also covering that five-point spread that they're going to kick the shit out of the the, the Falcons. Yep, they uh, they definitely will. Julio's going to go for 250 yards, and they're still going to lose. Next Probably. game, uh, 49ers at Jets. 49ers obviously favored. I am taking the 49ers winning and covering. I'm going to say this right now, and I, I know that the first episode we said don't take advice on these bets. Actually, just listen to see what we do. Oh boy. Look, if, if, if out of any game, this has to be the biggest handout. The 49ers playing the Jets, maybe without George Kittle, only at a six and a half point odds. Give me the 49ers win and a cover. They are going to on the the New York Jets. This is a huge, huge upset, or not upset, uh, a mismatch is what I meant to say. He went $100 off of $1,600. I'm going to act like I'm an expert until I'm in the negative. Okay. Just a reminder so you don't get too invested. Next game, Panthers at Buccaneers. Buccaneers favored by nine. Joseph. Uh, I'm going to take Buccaneers win, and uh, even though this isn't a great line, line I'm going to go with them covering. Oh, boy. I think the Buccaneers are going to win, and I am taking the over at 49. I think both of these teams are going to score 25 points at least. Next game, Bills at the Dolphins. Bills are favored. You, uh, you skipped you skip Lions-Packers. Uh, thanks. Next game. Lions at Packers. Packers are favored by six. I am taking the Packers winning and the money line. Um, Packers and covering for this. Uh, Lions are not very good. Packers crapped on the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings are still a good team. This could also be very ugly this week. Back to this game. Bills at Dolphins. Bills favored. I'm taking Bills money line. Joseph. Uh, Bills money line as well. Yep, so we both have the Bills winning there. Our next selection here, a toughie, for me at least. Broncos at Steelers. Steelers are favored by six and a half. I have the Steelers winning this game. I think Denver is going to cover the spread. I think that this game is more of a pick 'em than people want to admit. I don't wanna I don't wanna say that the Broncos are going to win this thing outright. I, I will say that they're going to cover. This is going to be closer than six and a half points. Okay, so who do you have winning? I, do, I thought I can just pick somebody. 
I, I thought I can just pick the car. I thought I don't have to commit to somebody winning. It, what we're doing a pick 'em also. Oh, for the pick 'em, I would like the Broncos win. My bet is on the Broncos covering. I just got hit with a massive wave. It's like somebody hit me with a Louisville slugger corked with depression, and they just knocked me over the back of the head with it. What? Why do you think I put in last week results? Sean picks 10 for 16, and then the bets. Picks and bets. Picks and bets. Okay. I just answered. Pulling teeth. What game are we on? Vikings-Colts? Vikings-Colts. Yeah. I got Minnesota winning. Money line. Uh, Vikings win and also cover. I don't know how the Colts are favored in this one, but this this could be a very favorable upset. Yeah, I'm not sure about that freaking... I don't know about that. The Colts uh, suck. They suck. Philip Rivers, Philip Rivers sucks, too. Should be starting Brissett. Next game, Jaguars-Titans. Titans are favored by nine. I have the Tennessee Titans taking this game, and the Jags are going to cover. They are not going to lose by more than nine points. Uh, I'd like to just put... Tennessee money line. God. Don't want to to commit to the what a minus four twenty. Oh, yeah. Well, enjoy your three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we made twenty two bucks. Uh, or again, hypothetical dollars on the Chiefs game, and they were only favored by like three hundred and forty. But they only had like a minus three forty. So okay, yeah. realistically, enjoy your sixteen dollars, Joseph. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Next game, the Washington football team at the Arizona Cardinals. Cardinals favored by six and a half. I have Arizona winning, but Washington will cover. I would like to go Cardinals money line. That is it you know for what? me. I'd like to change that. I, I keep on thinking that uh, the first game was like a really great win, uh, but the defensive line isn't going to be able to catch Kyler Murray that much, and uh, Hopkins is going to go off. Arizona's going to cover that. I'm taking a risk. They're going to beat them by seven. Next game, Chiefs at Chargers. Chargers are the obvious underdog. I'm taking the Kansas City Chiefs money line. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Chiefs win and also cover against the Chargers. Nine points. Uh, The Chargers are not very good. That's fine. Okay. They don't have Derwin James. That's a weak secondary. Go ahead. Now we're getting into the last three games. Ravens at Texans. Texans, the underdog. Obviously, I'm taking Baltimore winning and the money line. Uh, Ravens and covering for Joe. Sunday night game. Pats at Seahawks. This is one that I like because they're giving the Seahawks a plus 100 on the spread here. That might just be a typo. But I'm taking Seattle winning and they're going to cover at minus four. I'm taking that. Uh, I would like to roll with the Seahawks winning on the money line. Nothing else. Okay. Monday night football game. Saints at Raiders. Saints are the uh, overdog. I don't know why. I, uh, favorite is the term that I wanted. I'm so oh, stupid. I'm so stupid. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking the Raiders winning. I'll take the Raiders. Money line. Uh... You think they're okay. this is my big underdog pick? You hit you you hit it with Arizona. I'm taking the, the, the Raiders. Away. 
That's a really stupid pick to no, invest I thought in. it was really uh, stupid Saints, for you to bet against the San Francisco 49ers after they Saints went to Saints win and cover. Yeah, but there's uh, there's nothing I can point to with the Raiders that makes me excited. Uh, Josh Jacobs going for three touchdowns last week. How about that? Against Dummy. the Carolina Panthers. And I'm Carolina Panthers. Saints win and cover. Okay. Got it. Those are our picks. This was NFL Sinners and Boozers. I think it was a pretty fun show. Clippers suck. Joe sucks as a fan. He's a fake fan. I don't know why I'm being so mean during the housekeeping, but that's just how it's going to go. This was Get to the Point. I'm Sean Anderson. That's Joe DeLeon. You can follow us on Twitter at Sanderson Radio and at Joe DeLeon, the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. Keep checking out the YouTube. The boy is grinding. Joe is working his ass off for it. So show that a little bit of love. Again, feel free to ask us any questions you want answered on the podcast, our takes, uh, anything. We'll obviously always get to these winners and losers. So if you have a question about a game, who's going to win, then we're going to have that covered. But other stuff you want us to talk about, no problem for us. I mean, we can always come up with the content, but we like listener inter- interaction a lot. Hopefully, I'm not even going to say that. Nope, we'll be back next week with whatever crew we can assemble. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoy the content.